What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Simple Man Podcast. Here with Damien. What's up, y'all? It's Nicky Rod. J-Rod. And then guest. Zach Tellender. How are we Zach doing? Tellender. Zach Tellender. Yep. Can you, can you uh, give them a little intro on, on who you are? Yeah, I, uh, I guess my official title now would just be YouTube content creator, which sounds crazy, but I started uh, doing strength and conditioning training, um, <clears throat> and then got into the sport of Olympic weightlifting and competed and and then I became just full on Olympic weightlifting coach for 5 or 6 years and I was competing and then uh recently stopped competing in weightlifting and started doing jiu-jitsu for 2 years and then now I really am trying to push the content thing uh and like trying trying to get my channel going and get everything going so I stopped coaching entirely uh and I'm just focusing on content 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 and so uh yeah, and, and while I was doing the jiu-jitsu thing, I found the, the boys at a Brazilian Fight Factory, and it was really cool because I went in there. My buddy came in to visit, and he trained with uh, Cyborg, oddly enough, and he was like, Cyborg suggested going to uh, BFF because mm. he, he knows Rodrigo. And uh, so my buddy took me to jiu-jitsu. He then left. He went back to Miami, and then I just kept going. And then two years later... You know, I started working there and, and then I had an exchange with William Tackett and Andrew Tackett and anyone else who wanted to come like Rodrigo would hop in where I would do sessions for them in the weight room and they would do sessions for me on the mats. It oh, was like the coolest like exchange. privates, some privates, like semi, but semi privates. Yeah. Just Sick. like just I just got free training. Yeah. So, Sick. It, yeah, it was amazing. And um so you work with a but like athletes or just like yeah I was I was so like primarily like I got into strength and conditioning so right out of college I was like I'm not done athletically like I still I, I played lacrosse in college I played sports my whole life where'd you go to school at University of Vermont okay you played so, you played in college yeah yeah Shit, division one yeah. D defense uh no I played midfield oh so I was running wow, a lot wow. yeah awesome Good. and uh, I was like man I I still have I still have like more to give, yeah. you know? And I feel like a lot of people in jujitsu have that same thing. You know, it's like they're, they're, they're in their mid twenties. Like, dude, I'm still an athlete mm -hmm. and, and jujitsu is that outlet for them. So it's like, it's great. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, uh, especially a lot of wrestlers that grew up wrestling. It's like, what do they have after college? Like, yeah, you have all this world-class training. You've been competing since you were five and then like you're 22 and don't know yeah, where like, to go. Shit, yeah, and now you got the fucking jujitsu cheat code. You're a wrestler. Yep. You yep. know, it's insane. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and then, so, so I actually started doing CrossFit right out of college because I, I read a men's journal article. It was like this dude doing this crazy workout. I'm like, I want to try it out. And, um, like most people, most Kool-Aid drinking CrossFitters, you get addicted. Very similar vibes to jujitsu, to be honest with you. Like the addiction. Like, what is it? The community that people like? Community and the amount of skills, the amount, like your mind just goes you know and yeah, yeah. jujitsu like sometimes i couldn't sleep bro i'd be thinking yeah. about my matches and shit like i'm sure it's happened to you guys like oh i could have done this move you yeah. know crossfit's interesting because like there's so many av different avenues to win to where like you know if you're uh you're a good uh good lifter but you're a bad runner you know everything exactly balances out exactly so uh i got into that and then i realized like i and then I started coaching CrossFit and then dabbling with weightlifting. So when I say weightlifting, I mean Olympic lifting. Mm -hmm. And I just, I realized like I cared too much about performance than to just like help 
uh, like people just want to get more like the fit. normal guy that wants to lift weights isn't able to appreciate the amount uh, the amount of skill you have. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I would work my ass off to teach this person how to snatch and a snatch and a clean and jerk. Those are the two movements in Olympic weightlifting. Then only for them to come in the next week and be like, "Wait, is the snatch with the wide grip oh, or the you man. know?" And I'm like, "Fuck, man! I, I put so much effort in that, and then I realized it's like." I want to put that effort in, but I want to go somewhere. So that's when I switched over to strength and conditioning. And then I went to the collegiate field for strength and conditioning. Got a bunch of certifications, worked at, like, worked at Northwestern University, worked at Texas A&M University. And then from there, I didn't, even re- I didn't really like the end game there. So I started focusing on Olympic weightlifting. At that time, I found out like what YouTube was. Like in 2016, YouTube was like pretty substantial. But for me, it was just an area where you... Uh, like you put up cat videos, you know, it's like, it's like where you look at viral shit. It's definitely evolved. Yeah. I didn't know like people go and like, it's, I didn't know of it as like a social media thing. And I saw this guy named Casey Neistat. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. Viral New York. Right. Yep. Yep. And I, I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is the coolest shit ever. So I started making vlogs and the vlogs sucked dick, bro. They were horrible. And I posted one to, the CrossFit Reddit page. And this one guy sent me a comment and I'll never fucking forget this comment. It changed my fucking life, bro. He said, I don't understand why we're supposed to be interested. You're not that good looking. You're not that strong. You're not that good at CrossFit. And you haven't told us any goals that you have. I'm like, all right, first off, fuck you, you know? (laughs) But, But second off, like I realized that I didn't have anything. But one of the things he said was like, what are you good at? Like, show us that. And I was like, I'm pretty fucking good at teaching people how to weightlift. So my first video, I erased all those videos. My first video was like one tip or one snatch progression to make you snatch more weight. And I remember that video got like 500 views. And I got an email every subscriber that I got. I would get an email. I got like 25 emails. I'm like, holy shit, I'm onto something. Oh, yeah. And here I am seven years later, and I've made a video every single week, at least one video every single week since then. Wow. And so that's that's how... It's about consistency. Whole, yeah, Now, absolutely. you really grew your, your YouTube channel. Uh, you want to shout out your YouTube channel Yeah, also? yeah, just my name, Zach Tellender. Zach yeah. Tellender. Yeah. And then how many subscribers do you have now, seven years later? 201K. Fuck, man. That's yeah, but, it, dude, I never when had... When did you find, um, like, the outline of what it takes to build uh, your channel? That was That was it right there. Yeah. That was that literally that first video that was like, okay, so my, I was thinking about this earlier today. Like if you can get one person interested in whatever you just said, it's likely you can get two. Okay. Now take those two. It's likely you can get two. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Find that thing and hone it and get it good and then expand your audience like that. It's not a hard thing. Like the, it's, it's when you get this cognitive dissonance where you're like, Oh, I can be a vlogger. Like it was me. I was like holding camera like, all right, what's up guys? I'm going to go train today. And like, no one gave a fuck about that, you know? But the moment I gave my expertise to people, they're like, whoa, this is cool. It's uh, all right. I got something here. Take like what a, you, you got to find your niche within a value. Like you find your niche within a niche. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then, uh, you know, I've never had a break guys. Like never. Like I, I, I. I can say I had one month where I gained 10,000 subscribers, which was crazy. That's that's insane to think about. That was the whole like shit that I did with more plates, more dates and um this that was recent one. No, no, before uh, okay, that. Okay. And it, it was cool. It was awesome. 
Uh, but if you look at my social blade, it is literally a direct line. There's no, like sc- there's no nothing. It's mm. just straight up for seven years. And I'm, I'm cool with that now. You know, I'm not, I'm not fucking Nicky Rod. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you blew up on the scene. You, you, but, but that's your thing. Right. And you're so good at it that like, that people are going to watch you for that. You know, that th- it's, it's cool. I'm sitting across from almost the opposite in that, in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so people want to watch you fucking do jujitsu and, and you do it well. And that's, that's well, how you found I'm, your I'm shit. I'm also beautiful. That's one of my, <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, you got modeling, you got the modeling shit too. You're you know? That's the opposite. No, I'm just saying that's one of, that's one of my <laughs> other niches. Right, right. You got the modeling shit. And, and so like, you know, I, I, it's just self-awareness. That's it. That's yeah. it. And and if you find a little thing like I I'm this is again the antithesis to a lot of like serious winners and serious like serious players in any game. My thing is like I've never really had a goal besides one and that is to just improve. Like literally so if I can gain 100 subscribers, that's my goal. And if I can get another hundred and another hundred, whereas some people might be like, I want a million subscribers, you know, mm-hmm. I just can't think like that. I never thought about that in weightlift in Olympic lifting. I never thought about that. Like, cause it's a numbers game. That's all it is. How much can you put on the bar? That's it. It's the only thing that fucking matters. And so I never once was like, I want to lift this thing. I want to do this thing. It was always just like, can I do one pound more? And that's just been the way that I've gone about this the whole time. So. Just a different different way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, it had to be that way. Because, like, if I went about it and was like, nah, fuck this guy, you know, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, like, might have happened eventually, or I probably would have quit because I would have gotten my head beaten in by... The comments. Yeah, and just, and just never, no one ever watching my shit. I've seen so many people come up and be like, hey, how do you get your YouTube better? How do you do this? How do you do this? I think you, you said, how can we get our YouTube channel better? I said, do what you're doing. You're fine. That was great Growing. to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I watched your shit. I look at your thumbnails. I look at your titles. I go, just don't do not do anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. You'll be fine. Awesome. You know? And that that's it. Like, you you find, I think it's when the people are like, nah, fuck it. There's no limits. I can do whatever I want. It's like, no, you can't do whatever you want, dude. Find what you can do and get better at that thing. Mm. You know, you can't force a, a square into a round hole. It just doesn't work like that. You can try, though. You can try. Yeah. Do you you ever have trouble or have you even tried um, expanding to other areas of content that you haven't really gotten to like yet? Yes. So my goal is to try and blur the lines a little bit. Yes. Now. So, you know, like we train together, you know, it's like. Your arms look bigger now, I must say. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That session, that session really made a difference. In the world of athletics, what you do immediately before and leading up to competition has direct correlation towards your success in competition. Pre-match ritual by Nikki Rod on BJJ Fanatics. I, I had like a comedian come and train, and it's like wherever I can kind of mix the two worlds the best way. Uncle Laser. Yeah, Uncle Laser. Yeah. I've seen great content. Oh, dude, he's funny, he's man. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's funny. He's a good yeah. follow. I was just chatting with him on the way here. So yeah. that's he's, hysterical. He's in San Antonio with uh, Cowboy Cerrone. Oh, is he, he's going to the fights? Yeah. 
Fuck, that's yeah, so, he's sitting that's ringside. Sick. Yeah, that's what's sick, up. Sick. I forgot I, that they're fighting. We, in San we actually went doom buggy riding with uh, Cowboy Serrano. Oh, yeah. Dude, like about. professional guys driving us around. It was sick. Dude, honestly. I bet that it, shit was scary as shit. Oh, we, we went we airborne. Almost, yeah, we, we almost flying. flipped. Yeah. We almost flipped. Dude, first, it, it's crazy how, how um, good at driving Cowboy actually is. Like, uh, I, you, you would think that's like there's not that much skill or fucking. In, in the desert, but man, he was like explaining to who we, we were with um, Dan Bilzerian's brother, Adam, right? Mm-hmm. Adam Bilzerian. And um, he's like, explaining him how to hit this turn. He's like, man, you got to, you got to decelerate here, jab left real quick and then accelerate to the right. So you can dig your tires in. And it's like, I was like, holy shit. But then, dude, but of- you, you get that though. Like if you're going to get good at anything, you got to learn the skill of it. It's like uh, any of you guys would do the same shit. If you right. were interested in like, do any of you guys shoot? Yeah, I guess you didn't. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you want to know how to do that shit correctly, and you want to le- know all the tactics and shit. You're gonna get, a, you're gonna become a fucking nerd Addicted. about it. Yeah, yeah no, you know? you're right. It's right? the same thing. It's, it is shocking though that he has another skill, but like that's just in your fucking blood, bro. Like DNA. Yeah, huh? yeah. dude, dude I, I've I've rode I've rode like dirt bikes and and uh, you know we've recently been riding mountain bikes. Oh, you have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's quite there's quite a bit of skill that comes to that comes to it like riding properly, especially racing or as soon as you start jumping, like you really gotta understand. And the mechanics of it, bro. Dude, you remember when we almost flipped? Yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. Tell yeah. that. Tell that story. When, on the Doom Bug, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we were just uh, we like we like skipped over this uh, this jumping section on on the way in and on the way out. Our driver was like, "Oh, we gotta hit this." So he just hits it, and I think he just gave it a bit too much gas at the end. And oh no, maybe he let off the gas at the end, so we ended up going like nose down, mm. and we were like. It, Dude, it we felt, were looking at yeah, it. Yeah, we were we were look. Oh, it felt like we were nearly upside down, and him flooring it just like whipped us back around. Yeah, sketchy moment. But I mean, it would have made we're it here. probably would have been better sore if we uh, if we did crash. That would have <laughs> been sick. That would have been a good story. No. Yeah, we made it out. But uh, so explain how the connection between you guys happened. That was through. Oh yeah, we right? met through uh, more place more dates. Yeah, uh, I know the th- I know all of the fucking Gordon lore. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like I have the I- I'm I'm I would say I'm invested from an outsider's view of the in the jujitsu community. Like mm. also just knowing the Austin community too. Mm. So like I know the back and forth like really well. <clears throat> and I saw you know Gordon once he gets on something he's gonna make a million stories, a million <laughs> posts, and yeah. they're all at at nikki and then i think i don't know how it happened but it was like your response was like fuck you like i'll make a test like test me or something or derek said i'll test you yeah and you're like okay cool and then derek immediately messaged me he's like do you want to go be the like witness Mm. i was like yeah can i video it he's like yeah i want you to so so it was you that forged the 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 natty status you were the one that was responsible because obviously he's on steroids. Yeah, I was you the best. The <laughs> oh, he forged it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, right, right. It's, right. it's his right? blood, actually. They took his <laughs> yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, you know, the, Derek's an interesting cat. Very interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, once you get to know him really well, he's very, like, diligent about all the tiny little details and everything, and and that's like how his content comes to life, mm-hmm. especially around blood work and all of that and so it's about time he dove into the jujitsu world you know and it's it's a very interesting one i had william on my youtube channel and we talked about steroids and i'm like why the fuck aren't you on taking them he's like because i don't want to ruin my life man or i don't want to you know i don't want to fucking there was a lot of risk yeah Yeah. and 
even the simple things makes hard like you know the um, the skin I mean some of these guys have terrible skin I got nice or skin. hair hair like people lose kids like guys lose their hair young, early right? yeah. Yeah. face looks like shit yeah. yeah it's and they're not smart about it they're not being smart you know it's like they're just like getting bomba off the fucking streets yeah. in Miami and just like sending it they don't know what the, but it, it fucking works obviously oh, yeah. uh, but I think yeah I I talking to William about it and it's it's just a weird thing in in the culture it's a very weird thing it's, it, like, it's definitely accepted by by most besides oh, yeah. IB, IBJJF it's assumed it's assumed yeah, it's well I was shocked that the IBJJF even like the my vibe that I got and I made a video on this on the the five dudes who were just popped mm-hmm. like the vibe there is like they're not gonna pop you yeah like yeah it's USADA comes around every once in a while but it's like it's not really real Cause like every fucking IBJJF tournament I've ever been to, I've watched like four or five. I've competed in one, only even one. the people that aren't professional, like oh, it's good, oh, get saucy for like a Nago or an IBJJF, right? And and so it's like no one's gonna get popped. Even like the the pro black belts, like they're not gonna get popped. Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden, boom! Like you saw us here, boom! All five of you guys are fucked. And and so it's like, all right, well, which one is it? Like. Go all the way. Just go the go the UFC route. Like be at every single fucking open and test all the black belts. Don't mm-hmm. worry about the color belts. Who gives a fuck? Test every single black belt or you know top ten black belts. Just yeah. do do it every competition, and then we can just kind of be like, that's where the IBJJF is. If you want to do WNO and if you want to do, you know, UFC uh, fight pass, like just you can take whatever you want because that's it's not part of the rules. It's kind of yeah. like powerlifting. If you want to be in the USP. USPL, United States Powerlifting, I think is what it is. Uh, that's tested. You're gonna get. You're likely gonna get tested. But if you're in any other federation, do whatever you want. Each, part of the, each federation kind of do their own thing. Yeah, and like the IBJJF is kind of. I mean, it's the gi, It's the only place where you would watch gi fighting if anyone wants to fucking watch that, which no one really does. Mm-hmm. Although some of the ones I I enjoy watching gi fighting every once in a while. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, but like that's that's my mindset on it. It's just, it's just it, it's from an outsider's perspective, it seems very odd. It seems very odd. Yeah, I feel like if if there were a you know USADA testing throughout in IBJJF, I feel like a lot of those guys just wouldn't even compete in IBJJF. Then, like yeah, like if it if it's actually mandatory, it's like okay, well then I'll just go do so the ten other organizations and get paid for it. Right. So the, or you know. Again, I don't want to be like a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist here, but like it's the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. Like there's favoritism at every turn. There has to be, right? Like cause yeah. don't the uh, which family owns or like runs it? Oh shit, I have no oh, idea. Probably one. I don't know. Yeah, I have no like clue. Carlos Gracie Jr. or is that the whatever? I don't know. I don't the, know. It's the lineage is crazy or whatever, mm-hmm. but. I guess it's just like whenever there's dope and control, there's potential for corruption. But if we can have this black and white thing where it's like all doping is is allowed, oh, is allowed. Yeah, yeah. If it was right, like so, like in you know ADCC, doping is allowed. It's like all right, hands off. There's no corruption here. We know there isn't. What's your guys' thoughts? So say, I mean, I don't even think like ADCC. It's not like doping is allowed. There's just no rules against it, which I guess like you know kind of makes it allowed but like so say it's allowed everybody's allowed to do steroids do you think it's wrong to not do steroids you know uh star lord we were talking about it remember he was saying like he was 
commenting about you uh, or Nicky Rod saying that he was like, well, you compete in a sport that doesn't test. You can't complain that you're losing to juiced guys when you're natural. It's like either take steroids uh, like everyone else, don't take steroids, but then you can't complain about it. Um, and there's one more thing, but like, what do, what do you guys or say to that? Don't take steroids and live longer. Yeah, that's, right. That's I mean, that's the next thing. It's simple. like, are you, you also, you're going like, to force these people to take drugs now? Just put like a test. Also, I don't think I was complaining. I would just say, I was just mentioning it. Yeah. You know? I don't even think his post was like directed specifically towards you. No, I think it was just, it was general. just like in general. It was of, about you. For sure. <laughs> okay. Come on. It's regardless. Regardless. Fine. There should be fucking testing, and even like it's just not fair. Yeah, I mean, it's all the professional. Por- it, there's only not testing because we aren't as professional as like NBA or NFL. Something there's like just that. Not as much money but in you, the sport. All right, so you might know more about this than we do. Actually, I'm sure you do, just because we don't know anything. We're re- oh, we can't use that. Cut that out. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you the R can. word. <laughs> can we? Can we not get? Can we, can we get demonetized for no. that? I said the. <laughs> on a previous one, you, I'm you, you're good. Well, I'm. I know I'm good. I'm, I'm worried about the channel. No, no, we're good. We're good. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay, but um, so so uh, shit with drugs. What were we talking about? All right, so eight, I lost my train of thought. So doing steroids. Oh, how do people in the NFL still do steroids? Yes, people in the UFC still do steroids. So I like, think of it. I how do they get around it, it? So I think of it like this. It, um. As long as you have control over like what the metabolites are, like what if we're testing, if we're taking urine samples, like it's just finding metabolites uh, from whatever drug it is that you're taking. So if you have control over that, you you should be okay. It's just like sent, like it is. I everyone says that drug testing is like a, an IQ test, like knowing when. It's like well, I know a guy who spends his whole life studying and figuring this shit out and he's telling me constantly that it's not simple it's <laughs> not a pass yeah his name's derek for more plates more dates oh. it's not fucking simple so like to to act like that everyone can pass a test and do this shit like how all does right, tj dillashaw get called if that's the case i think because he got called like someone specifically told yeah Yosada. i mean and like if you want to roll the dice and wear that on you like that's the scary thing like think of the stress that you would have as an athlete worrying that USADA is going to show up at your door. It, it wouldn't be stressful at all if you weren't on drugs, right? But say you're on drugs and you're, you're, you could get tested at any moment. Are the metabolites gone? I don't fucking know. I don't have a lab. You know, I can't run that shit. So it is very difficult to, to do that. I mean, I, I don't understand why people think it's just like some, some easy thing, like some dummy can get away with it. Like, I don't think it's that simple. But what I would say is this is like, there are things that, you know, you don't want to do the drugs like a bodybuilder would. You just do enough, you know. You, want, taste. you need to be a fucking good, natural athlete. And I believe that any good athlete that was ever on drugs was fucking insanely talented off of drugs. I would say Barry Bonds is a great example of this. Okay, yeah. Dude was insanely athletic and an amazing baseball player. Late into his career, he got too strong. Like, too, like suspiciously strong being like too good you know there's some baseball players that literally got too good just want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors massive supplements and violent hippie use code 
Simple Man, all caps for 15% off both of those companies. Massive supplements, trademarked Smashing Greens, Smashing Reds, very nutrient-dense foods. I personally use their creatine and BCAs during my workout and sometimes even before the workout. For Violent Hippie, they have soaps, USDA, CBD oils, T-shirts, rash guards, you name it. Owned by former Navy SEAL Mitch Aguiar, use Simple Man to get 15% off. Guys, Violent Hippie, massive supplements, get the smashing greens, smashing reds, all the vitamins, nutrients you need to get that body that you want. Natty Rod style. What's going on, guys? Make sure to check out Emerald City Invitational, April 29th, only on Flow Grappling. You heard that exclusively on Flow Grappling. You guys want to see some arms getting broken, some dudes getting choked out? Emerald City Invitational, April 29th. Yeah, so, so, so okay, so I made this video about these how crossfitters are getting younger and everyone said okay well that's just peds and there's there's three girls mal o'brien is the best and then there's this girl emma lawson and emma carey and they're all under 20 years old okay if we think about the if those children are doping when they're children or whatever they all live with their parents their parents are complicit in, in illegal activity. And then someone's going to say, well, if you don't think parents would partake in an illegal activity. I'm like, yeah, okay, but what you're accusing is like this wide, sp like every step of the way it gets wider. Like the more people who are in trouble, like the, the sketchier it gets, it gets fucking sketchier. Where are they getting their drugs from? Like how are they doing this? You know, it's like you become more of a conspiracy theorist every step of the way. That is and, true. And so if you're going to call someone out, like, let's see how this thing develops. Now, if you're a 30-year-old, you've got a lot of money, you have access to a doctor, like, it's a little bit more reasonable to think that this could happen. And it has happened, especially in CrossFit. There's a lot of dudes and chicks who've been popped, but the testing is sparse and, you know, we don't know. Uh, Bro, even high school in wrestling, like, there's a lot of high school kids that take gear. Right, and so... Yeah, so so look, the people that say that these, you know, I I, I call them kids because like when they started training hard, they were kids, they were kids. like yeah. legally not adults. Uh, they are. It was so weird. Like we kept calling them girls because they're fucking young and like they're just turning eighteen. And I got so many comments from people being like, "They're women." It's like, <laughs> oh, fuck <brother>. off, <laughs> you know. They're young as fuck. That's all I can say. Yeah. And and to immerse yourself in the world of androgens as a child is is an awful thought it's horrifying it and is, it is. and so look i couldn't say that they're clean for sure i would like i would say there's a percentage of me that believes that they're clean and that's a majority percentage mm -hmm. crazier things have happened there have been crazy things that have happened i made a video on kids taking drugs and there's systems there were systems across the world where they were giving drugs to children. Um, and that's a totally separate thing. So System. it is possible. Well, like the Cuban wrestlers or something like that. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 So you've I don't heard, know. About, like, Whoa, I, I didn't hear about that. I don't know about that. But the ones that. I, so there was a uh, a program in East Germany. So like so this is when Germany was split into two and there's the wall. Uh, you know, because of the Cold War mm -hmm. and the East German side was like the fucking. That was the side you didn't want to be on. Uh, and they had, I forget what it, it was, something planned, uh, state plan 1425, I believe it's called. 
and it was the plan that they were going to make their athletes great. And there's a book called Faust's Gold. It's fucking awesome to read, by the way. I'm not a big book guy. I'm sure you guys aren't as well. But I'm this like one second grade reading level, so this it's not like it. a hard reading level. It's just like every page. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's, it's not. No, no, because I'm audiobook. I'm, no, yeah, but but it's interesting because like every page is the account. So there's a massive trial, and it was mainly the women's swim team from East Germany, and these women were just taking the pills after after practice. Like they didn't. No, they didn't ask. They knew they were special. They knew they were changing them, mm. right? Um, fast forward to like 10 years later. So this was like a trial that happened in 2000. These women, like two of them transitioned. Um, a bunch of them were not able to have children. Like it ruined Shit. their fucking lives. Oh, wow. uh. And then it accounted from one woman who's like, I'm not taking the fucking pills anymore. They're like, fine, go swim in the uh, slow lane because your time suck. And yeah. then she just was ostracized on her team while she was fucking swimming off to the side. Wow. And they were teenagers. All, basically, you go through puberty, drugs, androgens. Um, my, one of my like mentors, his name's Max Ada. He's an Olympic weightlifting coach. He had multiple Pan American record holders, American record holders in the snatch and clean and jerk. Really illustrious coach in America. And he was talking to uh, a Soviet coach. Um, and they were basically saying, you know, 12 to 13 year old girls, we put them on, you know, anything from Diana ball to no. name it. Yep. And wow. then same thing with the, the boys, you go through puberty, you take your androgens. So that is, Fuck. that was it. So it is possible, but that's more of a state sanctioned type of thing. Now, if we're thinking about like privately to give your kids something, like you're an abusive parent, you need to be thrown behind bars. Like you're a fucking sick bastard. Could, could you could you take? Uh, I, I don't know if you'll know this answer, but could you take gear as like uh, pre-puberty and get bigger than you otherwise would have? I don't fucking know. Uh, Derek did a video on a kid who like had abnormal testosterone at like two years old or something. Have you seen this fucking? Have you you watched it? Uh, did you? I forget now. Wild. This is when wow. I wish, so, I so wish why? you had like a screen or something. Like a pull up or yeah, yeah, something with the yeah. gel or something. Yeah. I don't know. But, oh, but wait, yeah, wait, like, testosterone gel. Yeah. Look like it's anything with hormones. Like your body just stops the signal. What, mm. do that, is there a picture of the child? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's yeah. like child is fucking huge. It's like two years old with a mustache. Yeah, two years old, he's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just messing with hormones and shit like that, like there's always a cost, you know, you're, yeah. you're to deal with the devil. Yeah. I feel like there can't be many, like we can't know what's going on because it's like, that means they'd have to do a study on it and there has to be, they long have to term give study, kids. Yeah, like exactly. are fucking give kids How are we going to do things? long-term studies on something like this? On children. Yeah. yeah. One but, of the biggest uh, ones is, you know, birth control. It's an androgen that we've been giving to girls to women, yeah. for yeah. a long time. Here it's in our drinking water. Don't listen. I heard it's in our. He believe. Yeah, go I on, heard go. that. Uh, I, I think Alex Jones. I heard him say this. Could be wrong, but girl, women women are peeing in the toilets. No, that is true. No, that, <laughs> dude. Here, <laughs> dude, I'm never wrong. No, 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 no. That is true. <laughs> All yes. right, then you're so saying... this is the weird thing. Like, this is okay. Look, I, I'm not gonna. This is not me advocating <gasps> for Alex Jones in any way. Okay, uh -huh. but like, 
a lot of the stuff he did early on, like when he was talking about George Bush and the corruption and shit over oh, there, like he was fucking spot on, spot on for sure. And so like now he's completely ruined his name with every piece of shit thing that he's done. But like shit like that. So women for decades and decades now have had have been taking hormones, have been peeing it into the the uh, you know our water tree. Uh, when you treat water, like it's not going to filter out every bit of that drug, so that it's in the water that men drink. Wow. Is it's that a, it's tested? one of the theories? Is that is that confirmed? Like in the tap water, there are there's well, birth it's control. Like, okay, but if you're drinking tap water for thirty years, what happens? It's not they can't fil- filter it's, out it, all of the elements. It's like of the birth control. It's so interesting. I don't know. Well, I drink from a Berkey anyway. How funny is it that the human brain, like, we can only process things, like, really directly in front of us and, like, really directly behind us. Only believe but it. But if we combine 10,000 micro efforts, it makes us who we are. That's the craziest shit. That's where, like, have you ever seen someone in jujitsu who's just, like, bad? And then, like, five years later, they're fucking amazing because they just, like, Keep doing it and 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 doing it. And And then they just get this system down and they're like, next thing they know, it's like how they fucking breathe. This is like how they play. It's just like, dude, honestly, that's Jay. Jay, I feel like I remember the first time we trained and I just obliterated you. And then that was like two years ago. And now he fucking kicks my ass. And that's only two years. I'm talking like a decade. Imagine getting good sleep, like perfect sleep, for one straight decade. Every trash. It's not. I switch sports. Yeah, it's. We can never process like the 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 things in the way way distance. So you drink fucking, you know, water with a tiny fragment of birth control in it for thirty years. It's much different than if you have a cup of it, you know, now. Damn, that's probably right. You're you're almost trans. That's because you're water. I had higher testosterone than you. No, you didn't. Not yeah, this did. most recent test. I was Not like, this most recent. I was like eight hundred. Yeah, your first one was like seven hundred, and I I was I had trained before my blood. All right, test. check this out. I my, had my, my test was over eight ten. Uh, I That's forget good. what it was. That's real it was good. Over eight ten, but I trained right before too. Yeah, I had a blood test before. And my test was like seven seven eleven, and then I and then the for the Derek one, I busted a nut before, and I had higher tests. You like, cheated. You cheated it. <laughs> I busted up before that test And I had like 100 It was like 100 points higher like eight, yeah. uh, You had 8 hours of sleep before that too, huh? Yeah, yeah good sleep. Yeah, yeah I think I, his test would be even higher If he stopped smoking as much Oh, I think that's a thing, right? Yeah, it is Right? Yeah. That's a thing Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what it is I, I smoke weed to put me at a deficit So practice is harder <laughs> no, So, no, I'm, no, 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 so no. when I don't, I'm fucking on Do you smoke it, before practice? A lot of times Every time? I mean, like, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Is it hard to warm up? But once you get warm, you're uh, like, that oh. is the warm up. But I mean, like, so is it hard to, like, uh, I can't, I couldn't smoke. For me, training. the mix of adrenaline and THC, like, that combination is, it's fantastic. I, I feel like the initial, like, I'm stoned thing would be hard to get past. But once you get past it, I'm sure you feel like you can just flow for fucking ever. 
You yeah. can just do a 25 minute round and like not even fucking care. I definitely feel like my training, like I was when I used to, sm I don't smoke anymore, but when I used to, uh, training was definitely a lot more fun. I was flowing. I could go for fucking hours. Yeah. But I, it was definitely hard for me to retain new new concepts. Yeah, it's not the best for learning, but to sh to tell yourself that you're not tired and go train again. Yeah, it's great for it. That, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I would yeah. do it, yeah. dude. I was having like fucking yeah, three four sessions a day, and it's like my body's so tired, and I I'm conscious of how tired I am. Yeah. But if I smoked. I wouldn't even think about it. I'm yeah, like, okay, just like, uh, time to go, time to yeah, go to the next go. session. Yeah. Time <laughs> yeah. to go to the next session. Time to go to this one. Yeah, I kind of, I, I uh, microdosed mushrooms one time um, before training on the mats. How and was I, that? I've done that as it well. It was awesome. And I, yeah. did, I remember I did like a 25-minute round with Cody. Oh, shit, with Cody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cody animal. fucks, he, just, he obviously fucks me up, but like I, he was just flowing. Like we were just wrestling. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was so cool. fun. I didn't. Sick. I was like, "Oh, look at the times. We've been going for twenty five minutes." Yeah. You know? <laughs> wow. Uh, Gundo Gundo took a uh, like a big, I guess, big mushroom today, and uh, today, today, yeah. And uh, see, I, that's dangerous. I come. He wasn't even training. He's just like working, cleaning the, front the desk. mats. <laughs> yeah. He, I come back to him like 20, 30 minutes later, and I'm like, "How do you feel?" And he's like, "I feel like I can." could fuck Nikki Ryan up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to ask you guys some questions. Like, uh, so, Craig, I just saw a video of Craig's foot being able to, like, so can he just not get strain ankled? He, he's got ballerina toes. But I mean, like, if I, if I, like, got him in, like, the tightest possible and he lets me get into it, like, would I be able to submit him? For sure. With a straight ankle? For, yeah. okay. Every, everyone's yeah, human, yeah. you know? But, you like, just, some people just don't tap to straight ankles. Well, some people also broken. let them leg, their yeah. legs break, and they're yeah. like, "Fuck, that was a bad decision." Yeah, yeah, especially a toehold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> touche. Nicky <laughs> Rod's like, "Fuck." I got, got someone. Again. <laughs> I, I I cracked someone's foot with a toehold, um, and he didn't even know. Like, he's like, "Ah, oh, toehold, schmohold doesn't doesn't comes work. on fast." Ah, oh, shit. And I was like, "What have I done? I'm so sorry." You yeah, know, you'll like, get over that. Yeah, well, if it's Gordon, it's a different yeah. deal. I mean, I imagine you're like, yeah, you like that, yeah, <laughs> you know. But for me, it was like my favorite training partner. I love this guy. Uh, you know, yeah. can't break your toys in training. In, in training, <laughs> I cannot break your toys. You, you got to use that own concept. They tell they tell me all the time, yeah. bro. This guy's always hurting people. I would. I'm dude, the one. The thing, lip, I'm the the one thing is, like, I feel like for you, you would love me as a training partner because I'm the same weight, but you would be able to fuck me up. So it'd be like, I'm, oh, here's another rep with someone my size. <laughs> You know, so yeah. my size, similar strength. Like, I'm just gonna fuck this guy up. I would just be a rag doll. That's what people. You think you're similar strength? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> what so, do you weigh? Like two thirty-five. Yeah, that's good weight. Yeah. You want to arm wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, that's what I realized what was happening at Brazilian Fight Factory. Is like when guys wanted to get in shape, they'd be like, "Yeah, Zach, come on, let's go, let's go." I was just a fucking rag doll. So uh, who, who's stronger? Who's stronger? I mean, are you talking about like you know, in the gym? There's no way you're stronger than me. In the gym, no what, which gym? Where's where's the gym? At? <laughs> <laughs> which gym do I have? Like the weight strong. room. The weight room. In the weight room. I mean, the what exercise room. are we doing? Are Dead we doing like deadlifts or are we doing like curls? Okay, well, <laughs> like, you can't shit. Important, important shit. shit. <laughs> important shit. You're gonna get me. Fine. The important, the curls. How the many pull ups can you triceps. do? Triceps. That matters. Oh, uh, okay. That that's probably you could get me there. Probably. Bro, I'm waiting yeah. two for three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Deadlift, yeah, but squat, deadlift squat, front deadlift. squat. Deadlift, that's a big one. How much can you do? Jerk. Jerk? Push press. I mean, I could do it. We get, we probably have we the same warm-up weight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So uh, how, how much can you do deadlift? 660. 
It's you not bad. Back. <laughs> you got back issues. How's your back? God damn. Uh, dude, if I, I mean, obviously, if you train too hard, you're gonna fuck your back up. This is what I was t- talking to you guys about earlier mm. with um when I trained the the, the boys guys. at BFF. Um, it's a great segue because I think for people listening, watching, like. I I like came into my own when I started training these dudes and like kind of realized quickly like the system to to get what you want as a jiu-jitsu player mm. and you want to get in the weight room. I found that like getting stronger is the move, right? So use compound movements to get stronger and then take that muscle and potentially try to get some fluff, like get it get it bigger. So this is where the Nikki Rod sets would actually be fantastic, right? Like so sets of 20 would be great for uh, jiu-jitsu but you just want to be able to be more efficient in jiu-jitsu at any co- at any time wrestling is ground-based so you want to be able to be more efficient in trans like getting your force into somebody or being able to take their force and do something with it so the best way to do that is get strong so that you can use less effort to to produce the same amount of force so like you know uh if you do like a throw by and you have someone's waist and you pick them up and you're or like suplex or some sort of toss, some sort of throw, it's going to take less effort for you to manipulate that person's body weight because you're stronger. So less effort means more reps, more volume of training, more, 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 more. That's all. And like I said earlier, like your goal should be to be, to be able to do more longer because whoever can do more longer is going to win almost every single time. This was my, this was my training split, right? For, my the whole long, the whole time I was bodybuilding right for like seven years this is what I did did six to eight exercises every day um, four sets of twenty and I do three days a week would be buys <laughs> buys and tries buys that's three days right <laughs> I do a day a day of back a day of legs day of chest and probably another back day. And I would just repeat that. Look, that's okay. Like any split, it doesn't, it it doesn't really matter how you split and what reps you do. It's, it's all about like, uh, mental acuity. So I'm getting, so say Andrew comes into the gym, Andrew and William come into the gym. They've already done a session on the mats. They're already kind of like dragging it. They walk in, you know, with their flip flops, just walking in like, I'm like, okay, well I got to get them going somehow. I'm not going to take them through a warm up That's like really difficult. And I take so much direction. Like, because they're just going to be like, oh, fuck, I got to learn another thing, do whatever. I'm going to take them on a warm-up that, like, gets them excited. And then, we're gonna, let's say we do back squats. I'm going to guide them through this back squat warm-up that's specific and have them build weight and build weight and build weight. And they're not going to feel like they're getting buried with heavy weight. They are going to feel charged up. Like like the the energy in the room when you're doing specific drilling, like it kind of builds and builds and builds and builds. And then next thing you know, you're fucking going after each other because everyone's so warm. I do the same thing in the weight room. So that's that's how we just build, 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 build squats. Then we next thing we know, we're going heavy and we're doing good quality sets in the squat. We get we finished with that squat workout. That took like 40 minutes. Then we do like 15 minutes max, 15 to 20 minutes max of accessories so lunges hamstring curls quad extensions and that's our quote-unquote leg day it's about as simple as it gets but what i've realized is with guys that train super hard on the mats you need the mental acuity and you need to pick your battles 
Like, there's no way I can get you in here and like teach you the intricacies of all these things. And, and if I give you 10 exercises, that's not going to be as effective as if I can give you five exercises because I have to stop you, direct you and do another thing, you know? And every time I stop the energy in the room, the guys are, it gives them an excuse to drag ass again. Yeah, I've, uh, you know, as a professional athlete, I've worked with a bun bunch of different trainers. And some, like, a common theme is sometimes they don't understand exactly how hard we train in the gym, like in, in jujitsu practice. Then when it comes to the weightlifting, whether it be CrossFit or, or whatever, they're, maybe they're pushing us, like, a, a, as we were a fresh athlete, right? Not not like I just, Bro, I just fought for an hour. So I... <laughs> I might have done the same thing if I didn't know how hard it was to train because mm -hmm. I was on the mats. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I wasn't on the mats as much as them, and I was still fucking tired as shit. So I couldn't imagine, you know. So so that's what I said. I was like, like I, I totally hear you on that. And especially someone sees, oh, I, Nicky Rod's coming in to do a session with me. Yeah. I got to show him I know what I'm, I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. I'm going to kick his ass. It's like, bro, he doesn't need his ass kicked. Yeah. You know, bro. And in, in, when we were in Puerto Rico, my first session was was with uh, my guy Bella from uh, from Puerto Rico, right? <laughs> awesome trainer. Had a bunch of ton uh, tons of fun training with him. Uh, but the first day we met, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna need you." To, he puts you know two two forty fives on the bar or forty five on each side, mm. um, and is like, "All right, give me a hundred squats in under eight minutes, or wow. I'm sorry, under ten minutes." And I was like, "Fuck, all right." So that was like how we you know how we opened up and obviously every workout after that was like definitely easier, but you know, they definitely want to make their point. You know, yeah. So kinda, here, I'll give you, on, I'll yeah. give you the, the leg day work or lower body workout. Uh, we always did it on Mondays. It was uh, five sets of three on back squat and it would take almost, so like the, that would be the last 15 minutes. It would take 40 minutes to get that part done. Five sets of three done, but I would build up to that five sets of three, finish the five sets of three. Then it would be three sets of 10 to 20, of accessories, maybe two accessories, and then you're out the fucking gym. I'm not wasting your time. I'm not. I'm not letting you think. I'm just we're work. You're out. And then the, we would do the same thing on the next day. Would be let's say like deadlift and then overhead and, and overhead push and overhead pull. So that would be deadlift. That was my favorite split. Deadlift, uh, overhead press and pull ups. We would do weighted pull ups. Um, and then the final day we would do like. We would lay off the bot, like the lower body, the intensive stuff, because it's a whole week accumulated of training on the mats. So it's more like fluff stuff, but it would be uh, uh, horizontal push, horizontal pull. So you mix vertical push with vertical pull, horizontal push, horizontal pull. Just make sure you get those in, especially as a jiu-jitsu athlete. Like it's, it's imperative that you learn how to pull and push and pull and push up above overhead and like... Uh, I would split that up in some way, but every session was the same thing. Build, 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 accessories out. Build, 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 accessories out. Because I just, I couldn't handle trying to be specific and doing all this shit. Like, mm. how does that translate to the mats? Like, bitch, I'm just getting them stronger. Like, <laughs> I'm, I saw a video and like, I'm a huge Lucas Lepre fan. I think he's fucking amazing. But he was, he was working with a strength and conditioning guy. And he had him doing banded X-guard like, like put a band on his hips and was like swinging in and like going in the X car. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you get enough reps on the mats. Like we don't need to get you stronger at doing X guard. Like just get you generally stronger. Let's separate the two. Mm. You know, I feel like the 20 reps or even a hundred, like hundred reps. I feel like that's not good specifically for me. Cause it's like, I, I cannot get any bigger. Like for MMA, I need to fight. So at that was, I ran into that problem with Cody. 
Yeah, yeah. I, at I try at, not at some point, I just kind of stopped working with Cody. That's what I should do. Just stop. I'm, I'm not. No, no. I'm not even like because his weight cut was just getting insane. Like, Mm-mm. dude, I got Cody fucked up strong. Like it was, mm. it was crazy. He did a double deadlift at 440. Like for a kid that size, it's crazy. He cleaned uh, 137 kilos, which is 300 pounds. Like I've cleaned? never. Yeah, I've what never. The co- fuck? Yeah, he cleaned 300 pounds. I have video of it on my Instagram. Holy shit! And I, it's I put his clean and then it was there was the throw he had against uh it was on oh the trials maybe third coast throw oh, no, no not no. the trials one. oh edwin Najmi. i know yes Najmi. Yeah, the yeah, Najmi throw coast. i was there for that too uh, and I, I, we were so we were in the weight room he did the clean and then fucking threw the bitch and i was like all right this is why we do what we do sick but he was like dude i'm i just like can't i can't lift because like if i consume protein and i'm like growing muscle like that's just more shit that i have to deal with when i cut and i'm like fuck i that was where i was like well you're probably right like you can come into the gym and like jump with a barbell on your back if you want but like i want to get stronger so i mean i i just started lifting again or doing strength training recently and it's like all my lifts are five reps or like less here's the thing hypertrophy happens at everything so I could make you do one reps and you would get bigger. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's more likely and it's less stressful with higher reps. Okay. So like, because you can build up metabolites throughout a larger set. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, you can feel it happening, you know, on your 10th rep, you're like, okay, I'm going to go 10 more. You could feel it burning. If you stop, you're missing out on potential hypertrophy. That's my favorite part. I yeah. Love right. The burn. Well, you're a, you're a super or a ultra, right? I'm or, ultra heavy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get, so you can get bigger. Yeah, if but you want. The but, but it also would limit cardio is very important exactly, as well. Obviously. So yeah. it's a game that you play, but you don't have to worry about cutting the same way that he would. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, dude, if I was if you, if you worked with me and I got you stronger, you would run into the exact same problem with Cody no matter what I would give you. Mm. So you for someone like yourself, you have to have a very serious off season and a very serious in season. Where you would determine, okay, I'm going to get bigger here, and then I'm going to really lay off and try and get my weight back down. And you're going to try and hold on to that potential muscle without gaining any without gaining any muscle while you're cutting. And that's yeah. the that is the true uh, weight class warrior sport. Like that's that is what it's all about. Is <laughs> like interesting. It's like cha- picking when and where you want to do something. And knowing that you don't have to make weight. Dude, if you have to make weight all year round like Cody does, which you're going to have to do if you want to be a pro fighter, well, that's the thing, you got to make weight all fucking year long. You can't just take your time off. It's like, well, just getting strong is probably not the move right now. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like, I mean, once I – so I'll go pro in August. I'll In six for, months. For Fury? For Fury, that's yeah, so I'll look sick, to dude. get Congrats. like. Congrats, that's cool. Yeah, no problem. They are thank. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's all right. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll be. I'll have uh, my goal is to get three fights in by the end of the year, and then fight five times a year in uh 2024. So it's like I'm not fucking not trying to cut more weight than's necessary. Yeah. So shit, I don't know. I'm fucked, huh? That's why. That's why I wasn't lifting. It was, it was a smart decision. Smart. Decision. I can't get big. Can't get big. These guys. Were you can. You used to be big. This guy used to be fat. I used to be fat. Like a goddamn pancake. Yeah, really? yeah. I was fat. I was uh, like one ninety, one ninety five. 
uh, before I did jujitsu. So basically, I, I was like, uh, I played football in the cross. I was working actually. at a Twiggy, Twinkie factory. No, I don't know. So I played football in the cross in high school. Then when I went to college, I just completely stopped like all athletics and was just eating the same thing that I was eating in high school. Mm-hmm. And then, so for about, I don't know, maybe, maybe six months it was from out of, out of, uh, high school to then starting college, I found jujitsu and then I gained a shit ton of weight. Like probably, yeah, probably like maybe 20, uh, 20 pounds, but of fat. Yeah. This is bad. Fluff. 20, 30 pounds. Yeah. It was rough. Bulking. I, I, I lost it. lost it pretty quickly. Oh, quickly. Yeah. Dude, you yeah, ever I been shredded? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I just—he's like, like, dude, look at me now. When I when I when I looked shredded, I just also looked skinny. Were you weaker? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We're always trying to find the balance between looks and strength, you know? Because <laughs> like fat guys are strong, a stronger right, right, usually. Right. Yeah, but when you're shredded, it just looks looks better. Looks better. Yeah, man. A lot of it's just genetic. What's gonna happen? It, like. If you care about looks, like probably it's the wrong thing to care about when you know wins mm-hmm. are the what what people care yeah. about. And, but when and I was lifting, like you know, as a bodybuilder, I only lifted for looks. I didn't right. care. Like I mean, getting stronger, it happened. Um, but I was like, I was like, if I have twenty inch biceps, I mean, it's gonna be fantastic. Do you guys ever cut weight? Do you guys ever have to cut weight? Yeah, I cut or, weight. I cut weight. I'm yeah, dirty. my first I cut time, weight for jujitsu twice. Like. My first time ever cutting weight, much, I pull up to my first high school like tournament, right? You had to get to the school like 5 a.m. I pull up, check my weight. I'm three pounds over. It's an hour bus drive. Coach is like, here's, take five of these jackets. You're going to you're gonna jog in place till we get there. I jogged in place with like a bunch of jackets on. Lost, I lost five pounds. I weighed oh. like two pounds under. Dude, that's... That's not even a shocking story when you think about what wrestling, like the fucking wrestling. Jogged in dude. place and lost five pounds. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it, well, just like, uh, like, <laughs> hold on. No, it's, it's crazy, but I'm saying it's not shocking that you would do something like that. Like, I've heard yeah. the f- most fucked weight cutting stories. Like, cutting weight is just the most insane concept ever. Like, yeah. it's so, I, I think. I kind of like the way that IBJJF does it. You step on the scale and you just stay in the bullpen and you're just like, that's when you go. I personally think that's how all weight weight cuts should go. Like 24-hour weight cut means like, oh, I can kill myself because I have 24 hours to recover. Like that's not okay. That's really fucked up to do to people. In, in Olympic weightlifting and most – yeah, in, in Olympic weightlifting, I believe – in like Olympic wrestling or something, it's it's two hours. Yeah, that's high school wrestling. Two hours. High two school hours. College. And then and then IBJJF. I didn't. I thought it was two hours. Like no, dude, you fucking step on the scale yeah, and then you stay right in the bullpen. There, yeah. So like if you're dehydrated, like you're fucked, you know. So it enforces people to just be close to your weight class, but that's just not a thing. It's just not, and it won't be a thing. And like I think I've heard this, but that's why Khabib kind of got out when he did. Was his weight cut? I've heard was absolutely insane. Yeah, he was walking around like two hundred or over, a little yeah. over two hundred, and you cut to fifty five. You get went up a little bit. How short? How short is he? I'm not sure. too short. Dude, short than we look. Fifty five or seventy. Yeah. Like, and do we consider jump. that like pro fighters just like being like it's not the fight that I have to worry about always? It's this cut. Like what there, it does there's to your so mind. Many, there's just so many jumps in weight classes. Like every ten pounds would be, I mean, be much easier as a fighter, and you have more options. You know, different styles clash. But what if you have a pounds. okay? So like that's Even the thing five, is like you I think, think you can go up, right? But then you have a two hundred pound guy coming down. Yeah, and you're like, 
you know, now I'm scared shitless of a guy who's actually got mass. It's just because yeah. now you're six two and you're making one seventy. Volk was one eighty, cutting to forty five. Yeah, wow, oh jacked man. But he also was a. Are you talking Volkanovski? Yeah, he was a prop though. Like he got all the way up to a hundred kilos body weight. Yeah, he yeah, he was like two fourteen. <laughs> and he's like what five six or five? Yeah, seven. five six something <laughs> yeah. like that. That dude's that's a so fucking crazy. dog, dude. Craig's oh, got a good friend. It. That's Fuck, like, man. that's cool as hell. Did you guys get to meet him? Or I never, met I never him. met him, but man, I'm a fan of his fighting, man. What a fucking animal, an absolute dog, and just yeah. not from the martial arts background. Just a sick fuck who yeah. played rugby. Yeah. Like that's, no quit. you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's being crazy. put in a triangle and like being like black in the face and just being like nah. And yeah. then the dude gets too tired from holding a triangle and like let's go and you yeah. win that fight. Are you fucking kidding dude. me? That's the coolest shit yeah, ever. With, uh, with Ortega, yeah, he was in the guillotine, was trying the guillotine escapes, but just wasn't getting out. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna tap." To oh, this. I thought <laughs> it was a triangle. That was a guillotine. Guillotine. That yeah. was a few, a few. Well, I think few submissions. There's a few submissions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a few submissions. Dude, that's so crazy. Who? Okay. Who, Every time Craig has who been. Is in, go ahead, you first. Who's impossible to guillotine? Nikki Ryan. Nikki Ryan. Oh, you said Nicky Rod? Yeah. <laughs> Nicky Rod. J-Rod. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at getting fucked up. I taught, I taught him the, the guillotine defense. William. Nicky Ryan taught me. And then Nicky Ryan. William. No, what about it. Liam Carlinston? Liam. No. We were drilling. No, we I was were drilling. But Nicky Ryan so, is actually incredibly hard. Yeah. So, like, okay, again, though, if you get a fully locked up guillotine, he lets you get it. Is he going to? Dude, chances are you're out. Chances are you're not going to. Are you chances fucking you're serious? I'm going to get out every you'll, time. I'll get out. He'll get strangled unconscious. You'll okay. get Nikki, unconscious Nikki Ryan. Wait, 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 wait. So you're, I'm saying like, take if, a pretty experienced jujitsu guy. Pretty experienced. Nikki Ryan is good enough. You take any, just about anybody in the world, put a proper arm in a guillotine. The off, legs like, around? Does, yeah, doesn't matter. Will. Nikki Ryan will He's get out. I got, I got, I got out of, I got out of, Fucking the guy for this. John Combs? Uh, no, not John Combs. Uh, well, I was gonna say John Combs is very good. John Combs got Combs, William, and I, I've never seen William submit to one very before. He got insane. William. In a, in William a was like ADCC. Yeah, ADCC. The guy I fought. ADCC. What? Pedro. Pedro? Oh, Pedro. Wait, your yeah, shit yeah. was. That was. I got awesome, out. Dude. Like f- this three is the or coolest four times. fucking shit ever. We should not forget about your ADCC <laughs> run. <laughs> that shit was sick. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> three or four times I got out of uh, Pedro Mourinho's guillotine. Yeah, he's the guillotine guy. He yeah. is yeah. the guillotine guy, yeah. and my guillotine escape is nowhere close to Nicky Ryan's. Nicky yeah, like, Ryan is the fucking guy. Bro, like, anybody can lock it up on him, and he's getting out. Yeah, like I'm Craig. Dog, Craig. Bro. Oh, Craig is that's, you know how much of a superpower that is, it, right? Yeah. Literally, can, because you, you could just shoot. You can just yes. shoot. Yeah. 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 You're no fear of, of, of no fear, not fearful of defending. That's why I hate jujitsu. Because I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to stay away from your legs so you can't grab my neck. Because it's yeah. just like, knowledge I, is I power, bro. The second you uh, get that proper Yeti defense, you're offensive all day. Dude, yeah. you were making fun of me. You can just die for people's legs and be like, go for my neck. In a good way. Yeah, for sure. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Get this like if somebody pull, uh, goes that's for like a neck. superpower that really is yeah. it's like the first I remember the first day I walked into jujitsu the first day I'm like when someone gets my head like what do I do yeah. please help me because this Get is like in there, shake them off bro <laughs> the, the other day there was a visitor look at your guys in. ears too you guys have been defending fucking guillotines yeah. your whole lives this basically. is only yep. from jujitsu I only I've been wrestling for so long I never got cauliflower and I only got it when I started that's jujitsu probably because they're just grabbing your head more right yep. and you're just fighting out of it yep. yeah Dude, last week, uh, there's a visitor. I'm wrestling with him, 
and I'm taking him down a bunch because I'm focusing on wrestling and shit. <laughs> and then Jay, Jay's like, dude, like, you got to step it up. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I took this guy like a million times. I took him down a million times. And he's like, he's getting so many guillotines on you. I'm like, I'm escaping every <laughs> single one. <laughs> I like, don't think you understand how bored I am sitting there watching you guys train every day. I have, you have been coming in every so, day. So, and, so that are, and so you're like, I want to just see people die kind of shit. Yeah, you're just I like, just, I'm bored. Like, I, I want to see like weird shit, shit happen. You can learn by watching, too. You know? yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think you come back. Well, I think you get a lot better, to be honest. Yeah, like, I bet you. We'll I, see. We'll I, see. When I was hurt, when I was hurt, I I came and watched every day, and I think it's a good idea that you're doing it too, dude. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're gonna you're, be looking at shit, yeah. and uh, like you're gonna feel fucking amazing. But then build up the uh, the training, build up the fatigue, and then you're gonna just feel right back yeah. where you were before. I, I, that comeback's gonna be so sick. I'm yeah. cleared to uh, rowing to do rowing, and we have a rowing machine here, so I'll probably do that. You're gonna, gonna feel great until those intervals, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the cool thing you can do on on any of those machines is like get your stats like figure out and then and then have this little game with yourself oh what you yes win, what you want yeah. to beat to beat and those like, things yeah and and uh that can get you in like crazy shape especially yeah. for fighting too like just make a game of it I, I used to do this with william and uh and andrew and we would do 40 30 20 10 calories on the bike one on one off and like yep bike. assault bike and it, it's like you can make it as hard as you want, but we have these stipulations where the RPMs have to be in a certain place. Wait, so you wait, cannot let the RPMs go lower. Mm. And so you have to keep them up there. And so like by the 10 one, you're just like, fuck it, I'm going to send it. And your heart rate is like absolutely through blasted through the, th through the roof. And wow. it's so beneficial for, for jujitsu because like a lot of guys, and this is something that Jason Kalipa said, Do you know who Jason Kalipa? Uh, yeah. I, I he's a friend of mine. Yeah. yeah. He said this, he's like the more efficient you get and the better you get, the less likely you are to jack your heart rate up. So you never really train in that high end. Mm -hmm. So like, say you're fighting someone tough, then your heart rate gets up high. You're not used to it because you're not hitting that because you're too good. You know, so you need to find those ways to kill yourself or to kill your cardiovascular yeah. thing. It's obviously yeah. something I hit wouldn't that, have to worry about being a line, shitty, right? inefficient blue belt. You know, no, I can relate to this because sometimes in in practice, I either have to um, like depending on, on, you know, the guys I'm training with. Sometimes I have to say, all right, today I'm going to go hard as fuck. I'm just going to sub them as much as I can or I'm going to do this specific sequence as many times as possible so I can redline. And if, and if that's not good enough, then I'll go to the CrossFit after practice mm -hmm. and I'll kill myself. I'll be like, let's get closer to death today. Yeah, I mean, it's like, dude, you could, if you went as hard as you want on me, like I don't think it would be good in getting you to redline because you would just submit me in like two seconds. It wouldn't, you'd be like jogging through it. You would have to like, Tie your fucking hands behind your back or something. Put shit somebody like that. on my back, my shoulders. Yeah, some. But like, I think shark tanking is like usually the the oh, typical way of fucking someone up if they yeah. need it. When I do it, they call it orca tanking. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you done the assault so, bike and then so trained? Like, uh, another thing you could do too is just like run sprints and then have a fresh body come in. Mm. Did you guys ever do like no, we, burpees, we, do something fucked up, like do crazy shit and then go, all right, go fight, 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 and you have a fresh body against you. That's just Redline City, dude. In Muay Thai, we did the assault bike uh, and then sparred. That That's was great. Fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, but you were—you said you were doing forty calories in a minute. No, not well. Yeah, if you did forty calories in a minute, you're That's dead. Dude, I was fucking exhausted. Yeah, you die. But like the the idea is to like get somewhere where you where it's hard, and then you rest, and you're still not recovered, and you get back on the bike, and you still sprint dude, again. The... But 40, 30, 20, 10, you go, you go. 
I go. What is 40, 30? Like uh, calories, calories. In one minute? Or you just get to no, 40 No, no, just calories. get to 40. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you do okay. 40, I do 40. You do 30, I do 30. It's a great workout. Can you, row? Can you do a calorie a row? You could do row. Um, no, I'm I, saying you personally. Can you do a calorie a row? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, row. I, I love rowing. Rowing's I don't row. But with like the, the fucking assault bike. I could do two. With the assault bike, we did 40. <laughs> so no, no, we did one minute sprint. I think I got to like 36 calories. But then when I went to go spar, Oh, dude. I've never been that tired is the thing because it's like in jiu-jitsu you're Here's right. Here's why uh, the it's only concentric movement so there's no eccentric cost of it so if you think about like what what is eccentric and concentric? you can like I'm, I'm, gonna explain, I'm gonna explain it to you yeah, so simple man podcast yeah yeah <laughs> so so like if you're doing a squat the eccentric cost is really high like you have to get down to the spot first you're using actually more muscle fibers you're more efficient on the way down on something because it's just like you can produce more force like that. So people do slow eccentric sometimes, and that's a way of getting more out of your training. Um, the cost of that is really hard. So when you when you die doing squats, you're gonna die because you're working on the way down and you're working on the way up. When you're on the bike, there is no downward work. It's just push, 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 mm. push, 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 and you just don't stop pushing. So you might get tired, but you think. Well, I can still push again, more, right? Yeah. I can push again. I can push again. So you just never stop. And it kills people. It absolutely... Dude, the bike, you put anyone on the bike and you tell them to do 30 calories as hard as they can, it will absolutely flatten them because there's no like limit. Do, do you think... You, do you think doing your... Training your... Specifically your cardiovascular system every day um, is a bad thing? Like if you if you're like All right, I'm gonna go train hard as fuck and then I'm gonna redline after practice no, every no, no. single day. No, no, no. It's the no. same no redlining is the same thing as max is like maximal training. You have to be smart about it. So like I don't mind maximal training if you're an athlete. Like I don't mind it at all. In fact, I think it's it's beneficial and in, in I can argue that it's necessary. It's the same thing with redline training. Like don't redline every day. Because you need your you need time to recover from that. Your cardiovascular system is the muscle bigger, as well. Right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. just gonna get better at, and more efficient at pumping blood through you. Yeah. So like let it recover. So what I've found too is like it's I said more training is better. I've, and and this is gonna kind of contradict that, but like more efficient training is better. And so sometimes less training in certain ways where you're like, okay, I wanna go hard today. This is where I'm going to make my adaptation. Okay, what's the cost of that? So if you go hard as fuck today, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to the gym again, literally the following day, and you're like, I'm going to go hard as fuck today, you're never taking into that the, the cost. You're never recovering. Yeah, you're never recovering. Yeah. And so like the better you get, like you just have to have those days where you're like, I'm going to fucking kill it. But how do CrossFit guys do it? Because most of their workouts, you have a 10-minute 10, 10 window or so that you're going fucking hard. So the best... I'm friends with one CrossFitter who's pretty elite. His name's Brent Fakowski. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can put it this simply. Like, you're just coasting the whole time, and you pick your days when you want to kill yourself. It's the same thing in any sport. Like, you don't How just many- go into the gym and just, like, <gasps> and die. Like you think? When- I'm sorry. You think guys like that? How many days a week do you think they're, like, today's the day? Probably twice or three times a week. You know, but they'll train anywhere from seven to ten times a week, similar to you. And they'll, they'll train every day. Yeah, like no days off. Uh, but like, <clears throat> no days off. But they'll get on the bike and do like intervals. You know, like that's a day off, like a lighter training yeah. session. Yeah, 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 like you could think training any, for recovery instead of like you could separate it into this, like training, but then adaptation. 
So that's when we, when, when people think training, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to make some sort of adaptation today. Okay, fine. That's fine. Go do that. But there's this, there's this uh, thing. It's like, here's your training. Here's your recovery. So you're, now your baseline is higher. You need to give your time, yourself time to recover. You can train every day, but you can't make adaptations every day. So where are you picking your days to fucking max out? And that's fine. Like, figure it out. I think what's cool is some gyms, some jujitsu gyms are like, all right, today's competition day, quote unquote, for our gym. So like, we're going to have light sparring, learning, some some good specific. And then today we're doing rounds, bitch. And we're going to yeah. fight. Like, that's cool to, to do stuff like that. I used to structure uh, my training like... Because when I started training jujitsu at, uh, at Hensel Gracie, like with DDS and stuff... I had like no technique. So I went into like a super high level room with just almost no knowledge. So I had to structure my training. I would be like, all right, every day I don't train with like Gordon or Craig. That's like a rest day. So I picked those days to go hard versus, you know, try to get a little bit better. Did you do that just naturally thinking about it? Like, or did you, yeah, did you like, you would be like, I, I need a break. Well, I would, f I'd feel my body. I'm like, cause if I'm going with Gordon or Craig, I'm going to try to kill them. Oh, so yeah. I was like, all right, this whole day I'm going, I'm going to smash. And the other days I'm going to train for, you know, for, for progress. But you don't take any days off uh, now, do you? Uh, no, but I sleep real well. And that's, I saw, I take nights off. Yeah, I mean, like, there's really unless, unless there's like <laughs> that's a canned an injury, answer, right? There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless there's like an injury, like medical thing, or maybe travel that day, it's like pretty rare that that we take days off, uh, like B team guys. I feel like. So yeah, so what are your Sundays then like? Sundays like tomorrow I have sparring. Uh, oh, you guys sparring. all go to Tenth Planet? Well, no, uh, so we'll, they go to we'll either Planet. go Tempe or have a private session at, at B team. Um, but yeah, train train every day. But but is it like, what's your kind of just like we're gonna just move? today well, well i mean I definitely, like I definitely have a a pace that i'll keep like pretty much every day i'll probably do 30 30 minutes of like competition rounds but uh, i'll do an additional 30 minutes of maybe i'm training to for specific movements and specific sequences yeah uh and then there's other days where 60 minutes of competition rounds did you guys uh when you were doing dds shit because i know like and again I, I could be wrong about this but um What's his name? Like one of the goats in the gi, the, the Gracie. Marigali? Uh, no, no. Gracie and Henzo. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I can't even think of his first name. Travis like Stevens? My favorite fucking Gracie. Oh, Henzo. 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 No, no. Um, Hodger. 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 Oh, Hodger. So like Hodger's big thing was like, I don't really spar too hard. I just do specific. Like I'll just I put myself the, in. I tr only train the kill. There's no other way. I but, can't. But I, like putting yourself in shit situations oh, and working to get out. Right, yeah. so like, didn't isn't that how you guys at DDS like you just really you're like, wait, Hodger's doing this. Why don't we just do this all the fucking time? Like, get yourself in the worst spot and like fight to get the fuck out and like use technique. I think the it, idea right? behind that is just that if we have a rock solid defense, it makes being offensive so much easier because you're like, if I end up in the bad spot, I fail this choke or whatever, I'm on bottom. I'm gonna get out, gonna get back on top and yeah. offensive again. Yeah, also, I don't. I don't just, know that came from Hodger. That came. That's where John got it from. Hodger. I have no idea. I have no idea. He. I mean, that was a, always a philosophy. Yeah, it's like, like, for example, like the guillotine escapes. Like, if you're rock solid on your guillotine escapes, you're comfortable shooting a double, being in a guillotine because you know you're going to get yeah, out on, dude. The, on the ground. And it's like you're not, you're not worried about getting out of the guillotine. Did so. you guys see the guillotine or the the double that William shot at? Uh ADCC trials against. Uh, oh, uh, Varela was it Varela? Andy. Yeah, dude, and he so. almost 
he was in a head and arm. Yeah. yeah, he was in a head and arm for a while. Did, did yeah. you watch? Uh, and like that was like that was gonna be the one where like William <laughs> was gonna tap, and he got out, and he won, oh. and it was insane. Dude, that's and, sick. I, might not have been Varela. It might have been that fight sports guy with the curly, long curly hair. He's like pretty jacked. Um, no clue. I thought it was. Varela. Did you watch Andrew and this guy's match? Yeah, oh, it was amazing. Crazy. Epic, epic match. One of amazing. the best ones of the tournament. I mean, I saw the one you guys did at Third Coast. I was at that Fuck one. Fuck that one. Yeah. That one was, was the best. That was brutal. They're <laughs> the like, we're doing golden point after 45 oh, yeah, minutes yeah. of work. How can you... How, that's a terrible that way is, to, ru- to yeah. run a business. <laughs> Say, all right, we're going to have no time limit. This is and then boring. Like, I'm be- sitting there, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, I mean, no it was 55 minutes or whatever, and then they were like golden score, and I was like, I had no idea if because like at that time I had no actual wrestling, but I was working wrestle ups, so from guard, but I was standing and I had no idea if I was able to pull guard without getting a negative. Like, I had no clue what to do, so I was trying to wrestle, and then they didn't say, like, I didn't, we didn't discuss whether it was ADCC scoring, IBGF scoring, like what it was. So, like, Andrew picked me up and then uh, threw me, but I was in like, uh, I was in turtle, but like I had one knee on the ground. I had like I was thinking like eighty cc scoring or whatever, and then they considered that a point. And I was like, I have no idea. And that what's was going it. On. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And I was like, shit. Well, that's. And I was so pissed because like I had no idea what the fuck to do there. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if I could pull. If I could pull, I would have tried to wrestle up. But uh, Andrew's a fucking killer, man. He's too big now. He's like one eighty, one ninety. So that was one of the guys that I worked with that I feel like, okay, what I'm doing is right. Seriously, that was one of the guys where I'm like, all right. So he came in and his back was really messed up as a 16 year old or 17. Like however. lower back, upper yeah, back. Yeah, his lower back lower was back, messed yeah. up and he's like scared of the weight room. He's like, yeah. uh, Zach, I don't want to do anything too bad. I'm like, just ease up, dude. Okay. If you can lift, the, if you can deadlift <laughs> this barbell properly tomorrow or a week from now, you can deadlift this barbell plus five pounds. Okay, let's just run that run the clock forward two two years from now. Your back's gonna be amazing, Sh- sure as shit. In, uh, I think it was like almost a year on the dot from that moment when he came in. He was doing three sets of eight with three hundred, yeah, three hundred pound deadlift. I have video of it too. Wow. And his and he's like, my back's never felt better. And it's like that is the that is the thing right there. People cannot see the scope of training. To where they're like, no, nah, I don't do deadlifts because it hurts my back. I don't do back squats because it hurts my back. I'm like, well, where does it not hurt your back? We'll work on that. And let's just edge our way towards where it does and we'll come back and we'll keep going. It's like we have all the time in the fucking world here. But if you want to accomplish all this shit at the same time, you're yeah, you're going to be scared and you're not going to want to do things. And then he just put on weight like crazy. And I have videos of him, man, like doing the craziest shit in the gym. What's a common mistake you see people when they're deadlifting? Like, what's causing the, the issues? So, what I, I'm not entirely... It's hard to learn how to get the whole chain, like, to fire at the same time. Like, to get everything going so that you just don't have this, like, miscommunication between segments. Mm-hmm. So, like, you pull off the, fr- the ground and there's, like, a shock wave and there's, you know, looseness in your upper back, but tightness, you know, like, you could have this little jolting feeling in your low back. So the way that I fixed that for these guys and the way that I taught them was we're going to actually unrack the bar and then we're going to stand tall in a standing posture. We'll take a breath in from a standing posture and then we're going to lower under control and just tap the floor and then come back up. Similar to the way you would do a squat. If I had you get under a bar without the weight on you and you had to get under it, it would be really hard for you to tense up and stand. But if I put it on your back and you're in a standing position, everything's lit up and you can control the whole time. You're protecting your spine. You're protecting all these, these areas. 
And so that's what I did with Andrew. It was like, all right, we're just going to stay standing, posture, posture, posture the whole way, and stand up. And we just got better and better and better at that. And so, like, you ha- just have to find ways to work with people or, like, work with yourself to where you can, like, hack into getting more and more weight on the bar without without injuring yourself. Do you think Do you think something like squatting heavy is bad for your knees? If you do it too quickly, yeah. If you do it too quickly? Yeah. Like, meaning, like, if you get to that head... Like, oh. heavy is a relative term. So, like, like... You're not saying the speed in which you go up and down. No, no, no. Quickly. No, no. Getting to that heavy weight okay. over time, mm-hmm. right? So this is the the thing the dose makes the poison okay so squats are not bad for your knees doing squats too much or too often or improperly that's bad for your knees mm-hmm. so it's it's it has nothing to do with the 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 actual thing itself it's the amount it's the way that you do it it's the same thing like on the mats like a lot of times people get injured on the mats cuz they're doing too much too soon that's a good point you know you have to build to that to be able to do two a days and and things like that so with with squats though like my big thing is and for anyone listening like grab a kettlebell grab a dumbbell put it in your front so it's like attached to you mm-hmm. learn how to get your hip crease noticeably below your knee crease get there feel solid and stand nice and smooth if you can do 20 reps with what let's say like a 35 pound kettlebell you'll feel this pump in your legs you'll feel strong build from there and what you're doing is you're building from this position with the hip crease below the knee. You're building from this compromised position. You're getting stronger at that, and you're building from there. It's when people put 45s on the bar, they unrack, and they do this janky-ass back squat and then stand up. And you're like, God, that feels really shitty. I don't like it. I don't think back squatting's for me. It's like, well, because you didn't go through the process of like teaching your body how to fold up mm-hmm. and stand. It's like... Learning guard in jujitsu, if you can't get your knees back, like this is going to be hard as shit to teach you guys. Yeah. So there has to be some level of flexibility to be able to get your knees back here. You know, think about like your body lock pass. Like if you can't get your leg up and around, That's a good point. you're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So you have to be able to, to learn how to get your joints in certain spaces before you can actually be like, oh, I want to do that pass. It's the same thing with back squats. You have to learn how to get your joints in spaces before you back squat, quote unquote, heavy. When you're back squatting, can you go too low? Like we hear the term ass to the grass. You hear the term 90, 90 degrees. Like where's the, what's the way we're A lot of it is going to be based, and this is going to sound like, again, giving too much to the, to the athlete, but it's going to be based off of feel. Like if your knees are really far forward and your hip crease is just barely in line with your knees, like, yeah, you're really low, but think of the amount of torque and pressure on your fucking knees. Okay. If you're going to the ass to grass and your hips are really low, but your knees aren't traveling forward at all, it's likely you're going to be super round. What does that mean? You probably don't have robust enough back to posture up. You don't have, you know, competent hips to, be able to stand up so it's all dependent on the person like probably you can't go too low but it's how you get used to that like i think everyone and especially jujitsu guys should be able to sit in a low squat comfortably i cannot do that yeah you could you can develop that though you could absolutely you could i i did i fucking did i could it was like punishment for me to sit in a deep squat and i taught myself to do it now, how? Because I feel like, so um, I have tight ankles and tight hips, yeah, so, but my ankle mobility is shit. So watch. when you, Okay, hold on to like an upright, something that's like 
you know, like a, a, a post pole, or something. Pose, yeah. Yeah. Pole, whatever. Hold on to it. Get your hip crease below your knees. You'll feel like, oh my God, I, I'm going to fall this back. Sucks. Right. It's probably the same way you feel. Yeah. Yeah. So slowly just sink into that. Push past the pain a little bit. Let your knees compress. Let your hips compress. Slowly but surely, you'll be able to kind of sit upright a little bit more. You'll be able to mm. sit up, but you're still down low. That's your hips. Because the moment you get down there, your hips are like, no, I don't like this. Yeah, it's But tight, then when tight. you get down there and you're down there long enough, they start relax. to relax. Then when your hips start to relax, you can actually manipulate your spine. If your hips are tight, mm. you're going to, you're not, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you're curved. Just sit down there long enough. Get used to that and then start playing with letting go of the upright. Okay, well, now you're letting go of the upright. Like, now you can do it freestanding. Interesting. And, bro, I'm not kidding you. I was the same as you. Really? And I, and I was able to fix that. It is, like, literally one of the quickest ways and, like, the biggest hack to getting flexibility in your legs is just working on that. Yeah, I have notoriously tight hips. I mean, Jay can chill in a fucking, what is it, like, owl pose. What is it? Frog stance. Yeah, he just, he'll be on his phone chilling like that. I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah, it's good to know that even though you were born unathletic, you can become athletic with these. Um, I mean, I became athletic because uh, I am faster than, than you. We we, we, we race in PR race. and I smoked it. It is on film and I beat you and Ethan. You were just, Gordon was right. You're a You're liar. Delusional. You're a liar. You're delusional. <laughs> You're lying on camera. He was right. Don't drop the G word in here, bro. <laughs> he was correct. He was correct. Oh, you're saying Gordon was correct. He's going to love you now. I know. I know. It's a love-hate relationship. God, what a weird little, uh, from, again, an outsider's view, what a weird little thing that that's been, man, from my perspective. We don't have to get into the weeds unless you guys (laughs) want to, but just seeing that, it's like, whoa, like there's something here. The B-team new wave thing or the uh, Nicky Rod Gordon thing? The B team, you, the, like the splitting up of DDS. The people are so invested in it. It's because it's yeah. like okay, it's you intrigue. look at the best, literally the best team. Something happens, boom. I mean, and like bro- let's look the at the facts split. here. Let's look at the fact. Yeah, one brother is here, one brother's here. Like, if that's happened, you can't be in yeah, an amicable split. Something's, something's something up. is wrong, right? Oh, for sure. So like that it just goes again, right over people's I'm screaming for the commenters on this, you know, yeah, and the people know, listening. Like They're they feeling the same way. Together. Like there's something that happened and it's like palpable, but people are just moving on, which is cool now. Like B team has is like substantial and you know, New Wave can do whatever they want over there. But yeah. you know, it's a big treat. We're taking over the YouTube YouTube world. Oh, it's great, dude. Your channel is great. You guys have a great mix of like you come into the gym. Dude's fucking rolling, going hard, like making the funniest jokes, banter, rolling, banter, banter, rolling. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a really interesting formula. You guys have enough characters and funny shit going on. Like it definitely takes a team to be successful. I'm curious what it's going to be like in five years, man. It might be quite different life. Might be another split. <laughs> well, let's not, let's not go that way. <laughs> well, Craig wants to go back to Australia at some point, right? I'm sure. I'm sure in the long term. He, I, I think he, he, has, he loves Australia. He's chilling enough to fucking have properties. Like, yeah, he's gonna go he, where. I he's think gonna he's, bounce around. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah he'll do. He oh, like he bounces around now. He'll do th- three months yeah. here, go away for a month, come back. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's his ideal thing. Actually, like, I think in his ideal world, he actually does live in Australia. But I think I could see him doing like three months in Australia, coming back three months yeah. in Texas, three months in Australia. I could see him doing that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a nomad. He li- he likes to travel what a is bit. That? Nomad. 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 He's travels. a funny fucking dude, man. Jesus. Yeah, he's a character. Yeah. yeah. He's interesting. He's a character. Um. All right. We should wrap this up, right? It was yeah, quite yeah. a bit. 
right. Um, well, thanks for watching. You got something to say? Thanks uh, for watching Simple Man Podcast. You've been simplified. I'm Damien Anderson. Thank you, Rod. J-Rod. Zach Tellner, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for being on.